starters we're not even the backups this is the third stringers podcast i'm your host noah Kratz, and to my left i've got justin hey what's up guys and today we're going to talk about nba off-season moves that we think should happen uh we're going to start with the lowest tiered teams so we've got the rockets and the pistons today yeah so we're each going to go through about two or three things that we think should happen with each team before the start of next season just to improve the team and make them better overall noah you want to start with the uh was your first? Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're going to start with the Rockets today, uh, and then we're going to go with the Pistons later on. Uh, and then about every week we're going to try to get out two teams per week, uh, and that will lead us right into the NBA offseason. Uh, so we're going to start with the Rockets. Uh, they had a pretty poor season, but, I mean, that was kind of expected after the James Harden trade. Uh, they ended up 17-55, and 55, and... Overall, they just played pretty horrible basketball uh, towards the end of it. I mean, they were getting blown out by 30 on, on a daily basis. And just some offseason moves that I think that should be really focused on. Uh, first of all, I really think they should trade Eric Gordon while his value is high. Uh, he almost averaged almost 20 points per game uh, by the end of the season. And I think a lot of people would like him coming off the bench on, the, on their team to make a NBA championship run um, I mean but the guy's 32 years old and he's guaranteed through the 2022-23 season and he's going to be averaging about 19 million per year and I mean it's going to be a little harder to find some value for that team especially with the 19 million uh, the Rockets might have to eat some of that salary uh, but I mean it's definitely doable um, but overall I mean I think if they really want to, they should really try to get a second round pick for him. Because, I mean, he does have some value. I would kind of compare it to, like, the Derrick Rose of the Pistons. Uh, And I think, like, teams that want to make a playoff run, even like the Bulls or the Pacers, would really like a nice scorer. And Eric Gordon provides that, especially from three-point range. So for my first move that I would make as the uh, Rockets GM, I think I know they just got John Wall out of this uh, James Harden trade, but I think that they should try and move him. I think John Wall is kind of a dying point guard at this point, kind of like D. Rose was about a couple of years ago when he came back from his injury. He's still good. He still provides value to them, but I think they can get rid of him for some more role players and then find a star that they need in the offseason to trade for. Yeah, for sure. I... Uh... But John Wall's contract, I mean, it's going to be hard to move him. They might even have to give up. I mean, it all depends on what their timeline is. Because, I mean, if they want to be, like, contenders, they're obviously going to have to get rid of the money so that they can sign other players. Um, But if they're just willing to, like, eat the salary and just wait it out, 
Because, I mean, John Wall is a good leader, and he could provide a lot of experience and leadership on the team and even develop some young guards. Because, I mean, Kevin Porter, for example, has played excellent for the Rockets. I mean, he's putting up numbers. He's putting up a lot of points per game. Not great defensively, but he's not. He's definitely not the worst defender in the league. And I think a lot of that's going to come from John Wall for his development. I guess that makes a good point. I think John Wall, keep him for a couple of years. You're right. Keep him for a couple of years. Develop some of the younger guys. He does provide that good veteran presence while still being solid. But I don't know. I think he's just he's at a point where it's just tricky. If you, Like you said, it depends on what the Rockets want to do. If they're going for a playoff contention team right now, he needs to go. If you want to wait on it and just have him develop players for the next four or five years, I think you're right. It is a good move to keep him there. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it, too, is just playing the waiting game. Because, I mean, they had James Harden and Chris Paul and everything, and they made a run for the championship and got beat out in Game 7 when they missed, what was it, 23 consecutive threes? Yeah, it was really bad. (laughs) Yeah. And, I mean, they were one game away from the finals, and now it's just, I mean, it's gone to hell. And... It's going to be hard to come back from that quickly. And I think they should really just take their time, play play the waiting game, and wait until their young core is ready and then make a move. Because, I mean, Houston has become a basketball city just because of the James Harden trade. And I think they can do that again if they can make a good trade for a young star that has high upside. And to kind of bank off of that for my second move I would make, I'm going to, if I'm the Rockets GM, I'm taking hopefully a top three pick from this draft if my chances or if my odds work out in my favor. And I'm packaging up either Dante Exum or, like you said earlier, Eric Gordon, try to get another top 10 pick. Get those young guys in there, get the guards in there, have John Wall develop them because they have Christian Wood, who I would say is a leader of this team moving forward if he can stay healthy. You get a couple guards in there to support him, a nice score, and that would be my next move if that was my team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They got a they've got a decent young core. I mean, Kevin Porter's good. He's a scorer. Uh Jay Sean Tate played excellent on the second half of the season. And I mean, I wouldn't have even known if I didn't play fantasy basketball and I'm playing a guy and he's dropping about fifty points a night. And, you know, I lose because this was a horrible season for my fantasy <laughs> basketball team. And, I mean, Christian Wood, like you said, he's he's not the youngest guy. I mean, I think he's like 25 now. Yeah. And But, I mean, he's still young enough to where, let's say, I mean, three, four years, they're back in the playoffs. He still can be a great center in the league. I mean, the guy's an excellent defender and just controls the paint really well. Um, but something they need to focus on is some defense. They had after the James Harden trade, they held their opponents under a hundred points twice over the last fifty-eight games that they played. That is horrible defense. Hire a new defensive coach. Get someone in there to help their defense. Just play some more zone. It sounds like they are just struggling defensively and. I get that they traded away James Harden and really they've never been the greatest defensive team. PJ Tucker was pretty much their defense, yeah. but I mean, get someone new in there because they're horrible on the defensive side. 
Yeah, they got to change their identity. With when they had James Harden, they could they could match the teams in scoring. Now that they're they don't have that high caliber offensive output, they need to really buckle down and play good defense and stop teams from scoring 130 every night. Yeah, for sure. And then finally, uh, for me is I think it's going to come down to some luck because with their pick currently, they have top six guaranteed for the draft. But if it drops to five or six, they lose that pick to the Thunder because of the Russell Westbrook trade. And I mean, if you're if you're the Rockets, you can't have that in your timeline because eventually you will get that pick. You will get compensation for that pick. But I mean, with this draft, you've got a lot of young stars that can lead teams such as Cade Cunningham, especially that can turn your whole season around even next year and just build around that young core to a point where you have a future with like Cade Cunningham or even Jalen Suggs leading the team. But if that pick drops to five or six, that puts you back a whole nother year because you're not going to get the star that you need from the Trailblazers pick or even the... I want to say the Thunder. Either we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Either way, it's a pick we don't know. <laughs> um, actually, it might be the... It's the Nets, I believe. That makes sense. Yeah, the Nets this this year. But, I mean, you're not going to get the player that you need in the late 20s or even the 30th pick if the Nets win. Yeah. So, you're going to need some luck, and hopefully you get the first overall pick, and Cade Cunningham can completely change your organization around. Yeah. So that's a few of my picks for what they should be doing. I don't really have anything else. Really, it just comes down to luck and player development at this point. They're, I think they're in a true rebuilding mode. I think they need to wait at least four or five years until they're in a contention spot. And especially in the West with how difficult it tends to be out there, I think they're going to have a tough time rebuilding and competing. Yeah, for sure. Um, even signing some like veteran players uh, to like low-end deals with high upside could end up working out for the organization too. Because if they end up playing really well, you've got trade assets that you could even get a second round pick for, which would be very beneficial. And I mean, it all just comes back to that young core and developing around them because obviously those veterans are going to be gone within the next couple of years. So that's not going to be your team. It's going to be the young core that you have. So that's our thoughts on the Houston Rockets, on what they need to do this NBA offseason. On the next episode, we're going to talk about the Pistons. Uh, So stick around and see how Detroit can pull themselves out of the last position in the East. Thanks, guys. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.